Hey, Nick, how are we starting this? Well, you know, we could just uh, start it. It's the second week of deer camp. I didn't drink too many, only 30 cans of beer. It must have been that last shot that put me under here. It's the second week of deer camp, and all the guys are here. We drink, play cards, and shoot the bull, but never shoot no deer. The only time we leave the camp is when we go for beer. The second week of deer camp is the greatest time of year. Hit it. Okay, so as you uh, may have noticed, Ray is not here. He is uh, unavoidably detained at the moment, and I'm sure as you loyal listeners can guess, he is at the hospital having a baby while his wife's having a baby. So we had to uh, call in a guest host for the first time in podcast history, and that's going to be Gym Teacher Nick. Gym Teacher Nick, how's it going? going great pj i i feel uh truly honored to be a, a longtime listener first time guest <laughs> long time and... long time listener first time host <laughs> long time listener first time host mm-hmm. first time guest host uh I'm, I'm very honored so uh congratulations to ray first off that's uh that's super exciting so uh i know he'll be greatly missed by all the loyal listeners yes. out there so yeah but, i uh, just wanted to start off at the top with that Ray yeah. is not going to be here. Obviously, congratulations from the podcast, and I'm sure we will be having an update from him sooner than later, probably about how he got into some sort of argument with the doctors at least once. <laughs> um, I wonder who the nurse was. I, You know, I don't know. I didn't get a lot from him, uh, mostly just... They were at the hospital, and he's only slept two hours, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to not bother you, and then I will talk to you when you've had some sleep. I imagine him being super orderly and nice at this point. <laughs> yeah, so we'll uh, we'll check back in with him uh, sometime, probably the next episode. Um, other, Yeah, other than that, uh, we have... We have gym teacher Nick here, and we are going to talk hunting. As as a lot of you know, it's coming towards the end of the hunting season here. And that means the end of maybe North America's greatest tr- tradition, Nick. Deer camp? You know, deer camp is unbelievable. Uh, so for, for those of you uh, obviously that don't know, PJ's a, a, a good friend of mine, and I, I live in Wisconsin, Legendary. and uh, the, the the deer camp. <laughs> thanks. The deer camp that I uh, that I go to is uh, a family deer camp. It's in northern Wisconsin, uh, about three hours northeast of Madison, forty five minutes uh, south of Eagle River, and just south of Heaven. Yeah, but uh, it's uh, it's great. I feel very fortunate to go up there every year, and uh, yeah, the opening weekend was uh, last week and the weekend before Thanksgiving. And yeah, just like you said, PJ Deer Camp is is really amazing. It's it's a special special place to be. Uh, basically, it's just filled with uh, lots of beer drinking yeah. and and card playing. Yeah, and uh, preferably telling, euchre. Preferably euchre or uh, yeah, poker. You know, dealer's choice. And uh, you, it's just a it's a great time, and and you share stories that 
you've probably heard, you know, like at least 15 times before, but and no they're, one really they're gives, great every time. <laughs> they're great every time. <laughs> and no one really gives a shit because everyone's just hammered off drinking, you know, some sort of shit beer that someone brings to deer camp. You well, know, like, I mean, I don't know about shit beer. I was going to Bush lights pretty nice. Oh no, no, no. Bush. <laughs> no. Bush light is, is classy as I'm, I'm talking more like Blatz or Schlitz. Um, you know, some, something along those lines where uh, you, you got you to bring best. Yeah, Milwaukee's best. Old Milwaukee light. Okay, so that actually is what I was going to say. There's, and it depend. It obviously depends on everyone, everyone's different camp, but I know for a fact that you have some pretty strange rules regarding beer that can be brought to deer camp. Correct, yeah. So, you know, usually, so deer camp, it, it consists of uh, my dad and myself, uh, my cousin Andy, and my uncle Greg, and that's uh, always the four of us. And then usually there there might be a uh, couple close friends or other relatives that'll join us. And uh, so there's usually anywhere between uh, you know four or five to uh, this year we actually had the most. There were seven of us hunting, so uh, it, it was great. We had a good time. But yeah, as for the beer, in, you know, in everyone... case anyone's wondering, I've never been invited. Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> it's 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 tough. It's a <laughs> it's a tough invite to get. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, w- I wish I could. That that's uh, unfortunately out of my hands. But um, everyone, you know, brings some sort of beer, right? So, you know, I always bring a 30-rack of Bush Light, and um, my cousin always always brings a 30-rack of PBR. And, you know, and then probably about oh, five or six years ago, my dad gave me the responsibility of uh, bringing some sort of what he called a, quote, shitty Wisconsin beer. So uh, my dad, Phil English... Um, the man, the myth, the legend. Exactly. Uh, he came up with this great idea and said, all right, Nick, from now on, you are responsible for bringing a 12 to 18 pack of a shitty beer, and it must be from Wisconsin. So now, granted, I don't think, I mean, it's tough for a beer to be shitty, right? I mean, if it's cold beer, you're at deer camp, you're in the woods, it's it's going to go down pretty smooth, right? Yeah. You're sitting by, sitting by the fire, playing cards. Well, especially but, um, so just, if it comes from Wisconsin. Yeah, no. yeah, any Wisconsin beer is a good beer. <laughs> so, you know, I've, I've brought some pretty good ones in the past. Uh, I brought, uh, gosh, I brought Rhinelander, uh, Blatz, Schlitz, Hams, which I don't think Hams is a shitty beer, but is, you is know, it is Hams Wisconsin. from Minnesota? Well, it's from the land of the sky blue waters, but um, it has a Milwaukee distribution um, stamp on the back. <laughs> oh, so, so that's like, uh, that's, that's questionable. That's questionable <laughs> choice. We'll see it. I gotta check the bylaws for that one. I'm yeah. not sure, um, but yeah, I've, I brought some good ones. Lacrosse Light, that was a good one. This year, I brought Old Milwaukee Light. Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah, first first time. Not Old Milwaukee, Old Milwaukee Light. Yeah, and uh, boys, those uh, those went down pretty good. So, well, I mean, but yeah, it was it was a good weekend, water. man. Deer Deer Camp's uh, a a great place to be. It's it's phenomenal. Um, so do you, do you have any uh? Let's let's swap some some uh, hunting camp stories. I, I could definitely tell you about the time I almost got shot bird hunting while I was taking a piss, but I'll let you go first. Oh gosh, we've we've had some good ones over the years. Uh, let's see. So, you know, this year was uh, was pretty unique because, like I said, we had the most people hunting. Um, we had the four that I mentioned: my dad, my cousin, and my uncle. And then uh, my cousin's brother-in-law, he's from Minnesota, and a uh, 
unfortunate Viking fan. Um, so we don't talk about him <laughs> we, very much. We don't hold <laughs> that against him, though. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We just give him the shittiest stand on the property and say, hey, good luck, buddy. <laughs> but so we had, uh, yeah, his uh, dad, he's good shit. He's a good guy. But um, and then we also had. Um, besides being a Vikings fan. <laughs> right. Other than that. No, but besides, uh, besides Dan, we had my, my, stay with me now, my cousin's cousin's husband okay saw ferris so, pass out at 31 flavors last night <laughs> my cousin andy uh it's it's uh so it's not my not my cousin that was there um but his cousin's um husband right so little backstory about this guy his name is jeff great guy first time ever meeting him all right he's 37 years old and he has never been hunting before and had just picked up a gun for the first time in his life, like two months prior to coming to deer camp. Okay. He grew up in uh, Naperville, Illinois, and he, you know, went to school at Purdue, um, got a, uh, you know, his business degree and got a job in DC and then moved to Chicago. And now he's uh, living in Atlanta and he's like the CFO of some, company and he's he's not hurting financially right so he had been wanting to come to deer camp for for years you know and and uh my cousin andy's like well yeah man just you know get your uh get your hunter safety done and you know get like a savage 30-06 you know it's a good starter gun and and uh you know just sight it in down there and you know come up for deer camp right so jeff goes ahead and and uh does all that he gets a savage 30-06 and gets his hunter safety and he is super pumped right so he gets to deer camp and we all kind of get there the same time we get there uh like friday at like one o'clock two o'clock you know which is great you're there in daylight you can check all your stands you know naturally you first thing you do is crack a beer and you just kind of walk around the woods and you know make sure your stands are good to go for the morning right so uh so we get there and of course jeff is he's from atlanta and you know he's uh, he's he's like a definition of a, of a city slicker okay and he comes and he doesn't he, he shows up without a winter hat or winter gloves okay you hook him up with a cromer oh of course obviously so he's got no winter hat he's got no winter gloves he shows up in like just blue jeans and uh you know like, like what the glorified, hell is blaze orange <laughs> like glorified hiking boots right so I'm, I'm trying to paint a good picture of this guy okay now i'm not believe me he is he admits that he's a city slicker, um, so it's not like I'm, I'm saying anything behind his back. He totally admits that. Um, so anyways, we're checking out the deer stands, you know, and, and we get him hooked up with, like, this double-wide ladder stand that's super easy to get into. Um, you know, he's he's ready to go. And, you know, at deer camp, we're trying to do some, some quality deer management, and, you know, we're trying to, uh, you know, limit the number of does that we shoot and things like that, and um, last year I shot a, a decent eight pointer. So we said, okay, you know, if I'm going to shoot a buck this year, it's got to be bigger than the one I saw last year, you know? So anyways, we told him, we said, Jeff, you shoot whatever you want. You know, it, it's, it's your first year, you know, <laughs> was you anyone supervising that? <laughs> so, so he, he naturally responds with, well, what if I see a wolf? There you go. That's what I was going to, well, I was going to say he ends up shooting a fucking bobcat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you goes, guys said, shoot whatever I want. Yeah, he this goes. Hey, what if I by, like... So I took his head off. <laughs> he goes. Well, what if I say see like a turkey or something? I'm like, well, if you shoot a turkey with a thirty out six, then it's going to be completely destroyed. But uh, anyways, just shoot a deer, okay? <laughs> so 
we wake up that night. So we, we show them where the stand is, right? And, you know, it's daylight. So Yeah, it's a little different you... getting back to the stand at 4 a.m. <laughs> it's, it's a lot different. So we show them the stand, and it's only like 300 yards from the shack. Like, it's it's not that far from our cabin. So, um, but, you know, we're on 240 acres of property, so a decent amount of land. And, but his, his stand is close, right? It's 300, it's 300 yards, you know, as the crow flies. So on our property, we have a, you know, a number of ATV trails and kind of roads that go around. So we said, all right, listen, Jeff, you take the road from the shack, take the road from the shack and we're going to, you know, we're going to basically scrape a line on the road for where you should enter. And then we walked the entire way and we, uh, you know, scrape the line on this ridge line all the way to his stand. Okay, so that way, can I just, can I just tell you guys something real quick? Sorry, my fiance <laughs> just walked in and flashed me, and that's amazing. Um, <laughs> sorry, okay. honey, it's a true story, though. These things, uh, well, allegedly, you're welcome. <laughs> so, anyways. Back to the story. I know it's a long one, guys, but I promise it gets even better. So Jeff, we he, we scraped this whole start. line for him. Scraped this line for him on the ridge line, and it's like it's clear as day, right? I mean, it's it's going to be easy for him to find. All right. So the next morning, you know, you get up and it's. I mean, you you get ready to go at you know five thirty. Sun rises, says at like seven o five, but you could shoot at like six thirty. But you know, you want to. You want to be in your stand by, like, at least six, so you're not spooking the deer on your way out to your stand, right? Yeah, you want to be situated by first light. Yeah, ideally. you want to be situated. So my uncle stays back at the at the cabin because he doesn't go up in a stand anymore. He just sits in his rocker chair by the wood-burning stove and looks out the window, and if something comes by, he'll shoot it. But he's not going out into a stand anymore, right? Well, so, respect. Respect. I mean, he's you know he's seventy four years old. He's he's worked hard in his life, so he's uh he's gonna let us have the fun, and he's gonna sit back in the shack. So we all go out. We all go to our stands. We all leave at the same time. And my uncle stays back, and he's a northern Wisconsin guy, um, born and raised in Anago, and you know, kind of kind of a dry sense of humor, right? He's not good. He's 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 a good guy, right? So he tells a story where. All of a sudden, Jeff comes back to the shack after everyone had left. He comes back to the shack, and he's sweating his ass off, <laughs> panicking. And he comes back, and he just goes, I can't find it. I can't find it. I can't find it. I can't find the fucking stand. I can't find it. So he's panicking, right? He's shedding layers because he's sweating his ass off because he's been walking around the woods. He says he walks probably like a full mile when, mind you, the stand was only like 300, 300 yards. yards. <laughs> but we told him, we said, well, Jeff, did you walk the road? And he goes, no, I figured I could just scale the woods and get there. We're like, oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, jeez, Jeff. What are you, from Atlanta? <laughs> For Pete's Puppers. So anyways, so Jeff, <laughs> so Jeff says, all right, this time I'm going to take the road. He goes, all right, good call. So Jeff comes back and he, and after this entire story, right, we, we all meet up at 10 o'clock. Well, Jeff, the second time going out, he says that the sun was coming up. So he, he said it was just beautiful coming through the woods. So he sat down on a stump and watched the sunrise, right? Nice story, right? Well, he gets to his stand, finally finds it in the daylight, right? 
gets up to his stand, climbs it, sits down, goes to load his rifle, and he looks down at it, and he goes, I don't have a fucking scope on my gun. What the fuck? How, okay. Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did he start the morning walking to the stand the first time with the scope? Oh, he sure did. So Who installed us, it? Him? Listen, he told us that the first time you walked back to the shack, you know, it's pitch black when he couldn't find a stand the first time. That he biffed it over a log and launched his gun, <laughs> and the scope fell off. Oh no! <laughs> so this just so, couldn't. This just couldn't be going worse. Welcome to deer hunting, bud. Welcome to deer hunting. So he comes back, and my uncle's still in the shack. And this time it's like it's like eight o'clock. You know, I mean, he, <laughs> he's been, he's been messing around for like a good hour, hour and a half, right? So my uncle's in the shack. And Jeff comes comes back with his gun in his hand, and my uncle goes, Jeff, what are you doing here? <laughs> and he goes, I don't have a scope on my gun. <laughs> my uncle Greg says, what the hell do you mean you don't have a scope on your gun? He goes, well, I biffed it over a log, and I, lo- and I <laughs> tossed my gun down, and I lost my scope. Well, uh, but Okay, but how, this- uh, never mind. I mean, I no, know, yeah, I know the right. answer to... How is that not the first thing that you notice when you pick your gun back up? But Exactly, right? So, yeah, pitch black, of course. But anyways, so they end up finding the scope, right? So they find the scope. They put it back on. They tighten it with Yeah, you can wrenches, you but... can throw your gun across the woods, have the scope <laughs> fall off, and still have it hold zero, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's spot on, okay? <laughs> so naturally, he goes up in the stand. Um, and this time, you know, he finally finds it. He sits for a while and... Um, and he, we come back around lunch, you know, and this is, so this is opening day Saturday, right? And we come back for lunch and then we go back out, you know, around 1130 noon to sit for the rest of the day. So, you know, we're kind of packing and we're getting close. It's like 430. It's starting to get pretty dark. And, uh, and Jeff, all of a sudden we hear him shoot. We're like, oh shit. <laughs> so he, he shoots and we're like, and we go up and we see him and we see him walking. We're like, Jeff, was that you? He goes, yeah. And I go, well, what'd you shoot at? He goes, well, I shot at a doe. We're like, okay, well, did you hit it? Did he you goes, hit it? <laughs> he goes, well, I don't know. It was like 40 yards away, standing broadside, and it jumped three times, but I don't know, 50-50, whether or not I hit it. We're like, oh, shit. So we all, we all get our headlamps, and we're looking for blood trails and whatnot and you know tracks, and we couldn't find anything. So um, naturally, we determined that he missed. Scared the um, hell so out of it, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, Exactly. So then we ended up uh, sighting in his gun at like 4.45 with the ATV lights shining on a target. Sure. <laughs> so he was uh, slightly off. We had to get that redialed back well, in. Well, that's not surprising. Yeah. And then, uh, you know what, to, to him, uh, I give him credit because Sunday morning he ended up shooting a, a, a little spike buck. So um, he he was good to go, and, and he ended up getting uh, his first deer on his first hunt. So it was pretty exciting. But And now he's got man, some was, meat for the freezer. He's got some meat for the freezer back in Atlanta. But, oh, man, when... It was it was just great. I mean, that was, like, what else could have gone wrong there? Good lord! For first time hunt, it was oh man, and you know we were just dying laughing. And Christ, my dad was crying when I told him the story. He was it's just laughing so hard. And poor Jeff, he's he's oh, a trooper, man. He's, I could see your dad sport. fucking pissing his pants laughing at that. Oh, he was laughing so hard. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, but no, man, it was uh, it was a fun week, and I unfortunately did not get a deer. Um, 
I wasn't going to shoot a doe. I shot seven does um, and one little yearling buck. So saw a lot of deer, which is good. Um, but I didn't uh, didn't put any lead in the air. So not even one for the meat, huh? Not even one for the meat. No, I, I still got some some leftover from last year's deer. And my cousin shot an elk out in Wyoming this past year, and he has a ridiculous amount of elk meat that he's given me. So um, we got some we got some meat in the freezer. And plus, I had a fifth grade student that gave me some deer meat too. <laughs> so that's always uh, that's always nice. Okay. So all right. First of all, actually, first things first. I want some of that elk meat. Second thing is, um, yeah, so we're up, uh, grouse hunting in the UP and I, we're, you know, walking the woods, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go up here, um, on this trail and take a leak up here. And as I'm taking a leak, (laughs) the tree about three feet to my left just explodes with bird shot and I just (laughs) dive (laughs) <laughs> the other way and hit the dirt and i'm like hey hey you fucks you almost <laughs> shot me and they're like oh i thought you were going up to the other ridge it's like nope this one dipshit nope. this one <laughs> yeah so um that's how i almost got shot pheasant hunting or grouse hunting not as uh not as long as your story yeah, I apologize. That was a long, long <laughs> that was a long-winded story, but I had to give you the backstory. I, yeah, of, no, I get, I get it, but job. I, st- I still had to, I still had to make fun of you a little bit there. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. Yeah, no, but that was a, uh, that was a fun trip. We ended up shooting a lot of grouse and eating a lot of grouse. Oh, that's awesome, man. And like same, th- yeah, same thing. I mean, like there's always there's all kinds of weird traditions. Like the only beers allowed is Bush or Bush Light, preferably. Yeah. If you can in the camo cans, oh yeah, obviously, absolutely. Yeah, um, absolutely. And then yeah, like you know they, as soon as you turn on to the dirt road that the property's on, you got you got crack a dirt road beer. That's when you're cracking. That's exactly what my dad and I do. Yep. Yeah. See yep, that a, that might a be a universal beer. rule. I think so. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but. I, if it's you know, not, I think we should. We could probably make it. One. Yeah, I think we could. You you heard it here first. <laughs> Deer camp dirt road days. beers. It's a it's a new law. Nope, it's a law. It's happening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so also, I mean, we could talk a little bit about how you are a gym teacher, and that's why fifth grade children are giving you meat, not for a weird reason. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know on the uh, intro you did reference me as gym teacher Nick. So yeah, I but that could that. just be a weird nickname. <laughs> no, that is my profession. Uh, yeah, and no, I'm, I got the. Uh, yeah, this is my power. buddy gym teacher Nick. Oh, are you gym he... teacher? No, I'm in finance. <laughs> no, no, he fucking manages a Target. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, weird no, flex, but okay, Nick. dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, that's uh, yeah. I got a great job, man. I, I love it. I love it every day. I, I teach uh, elementary gym. Um, it's fun, man. I, yeah, I teach elementary gym and coach a little, uh, high school hockey and high school golf. It's a pretty good gig. So yeah, I got, I got a one, one fifth grade student. He's captain of my safety patrol. No big deal. Um, but Is, he's, did uh, he get the captain of the safety patrol position by bribing you with meat? It helped his cause. <laughs> it did. It, it helped his cause. Uh, no, he's awesome, man. He, he's, he's just, he's definitely good kid. didn't he's, uh, hurt. Not the uh, yeah, not the greatest athlete in the world, but uh, but he's uh, 
not the greatest puck handler, but my God, what a shot. <laughs> yes, movie That's references, reference always there. appreciated. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, not the greatest athlete, but man, he, he loves hunting, loves loves fishing, big outdoorsman, and every fall he's, he's given me either jerky that him and his dad made or... Um, he gave me some antelope steaks that his dad got out oh, in Colorado. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's good shit, man. He always comes back and uh, takes care of old uh, uh, gym teacher Nick. Coach so, English, as they say. Coach English, yeah. So, yeah, it's good, man. It's it's fun, man. It's it's never a dull moment, man. It's We've got uh, got some wild kids yeah, I don't... in this day and age. I, I just want I just wanted to kind of bring that up that you actually are a gym teacher and there's no like nefarious reasons why fifth grade children are giving you meat. No, That's pretty no, much all. No. All I wanted yep. to make sure about that. Also, question <laughs> no. for you. Yeah. Is these the Snapchats you send me of the children that that <laughs> it makes me moderately uncomfortable, but it seems like you're okay with doing it. What's what's the score there? Well, yeah, you know. Um that's just for entertainment for uh, my audience. Um, <laughs> that's strictly the purpose of uh, just letting people know what what I go with or what I go through on a daily basis with uh, teaching the, the the youth of America. Um, I mean, it seems it seems like they love it. They're like, oh, check this they out. They they fucking love. They're like, oh yeah, send this. It, it's oh yeah, but yeah, they I, it. it's no, just man. like. You know, when I'm sitting at my job in, in a cubicle and I'm like looking at videos of kids in a gym class, like, whoa, what? Yeah. Can anyone see and, me? And uh, like dodgeball, you know, like people are saying, oh, can you still play dodgeball? Like, you know, everything's everyone's getting so sauce. You know, can you play dodgeball? I'm like, yeah. We Listen here, play pal. Dodgeball. This is Wisconsin. Yeah. We play dodgeball. And you know what? The kids come into school as like five year olds. And one of the first questions they ask are, are we going to play dodgeball this year? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we absolutely are. Um, do you ever yeah, so, do you ever jump in with the, with the kids and play dodgeball? I absolutely do. Is it anything like that scene in Billy Madison? That's exactly what it is. Now you're all in big big trouble. Now you're all in big big trouble. Yeah, no, that that's what it is, man. And you know what? Especially the older kids, you know, fourth, fifth graders. You know, so you're like ten, eleven years old at that age. Oh, they can. You know, so they can have. Some of them are good athletes, man. I mean, they can whip it, right? So. When I get in the game, they're like they don't want me to take it easy. I mean, they want me to fire dodge. Fucking send it, Coach English. Yeah, send it. Is that all you got? Like they're talking shit, you know. <laughs> talking shit I, like, to you. <laughs> yeah, I blast them in the face, you know, and then they like then they stand, with the dodgeball. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with my right foot. <laughs> and <laughs> no, I've I've uh, uh, I only got like there was only one time where I was like, Oh boy, like I might get in trouble here, but I knocked the kid's glasses off. Like it was obviously unintentional, but you know, those dodgeballs with, kind of with stale. a dodgeball. Yeah. It's <laughs> so like, that that one, fuck you that eyes, get out of my face. We're still on the dodgeball, uh, dodgeball talk here, but no, I, I knocked the kid's glasses off straight off his face. And, uh, <laughs> but he was like one of the better athletes. So I wasn't, I wasn't concerned, you know? It yeah. Uh, and he, I, he, I just went he gets it. And, yeah, he gets it. This sure. guy and, gets it. Yeah, <laughs> he put those glasses back on and he didn't miss a beat. You know, <laughs> put the glasses back on. He's like, "Is that all you got, Coach?" Yeah, right. It's bleeding from the fucking ears, <laughs> but yeah, he's good. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's. Uh, I mean, it's just. It's, I don't know. I don't know how it's you. Fun, man. I don't know how you do it. Really, for... it's, it's fun. You know what? You got to have a lot of energy. I mean, there's there's no doubt about it. Um. So I go home and, and drink, you know, a couple bush lights every night and uh, just kind of wind down. And uh, 
yeah, it's loud, man. It's just like nothing but energy. Um, like the kids are nuts. You know, they're sitting in the class and like, I swear to God, their teachers must like not let them like talk at all during the day because I feel like as soon as they get, oh, in the they class, get to gym class and just go wild. Oh yeah. Well, and they just like, all they want to do is fucking tell me stories. You know, sorry, I, I know I've been dropping a lot of swear words too. I can't swear at all during the day. So, uh, oh yeah, but, no, that's encouraged here. Yeah, good. I appreciate that. This is, this um, is explicit content. <laughs> Say whatever you want. Yeah, that's that's excellent. So, no, it's uh, you know, <laughs> the, the kids they come in and like they just all they want to do is share stories with me, and it's like the most random shit ever, you know. And like I'll be, I'll be doing our warm-ups or whatever i'll be explaining you know whatever activity or tag game we're gonna play and like as soon as i'm done explaining this is especially like kindergarten first grade like five and six years old you know i'll get done telling the rules to a game and um i've learned to to never say does anyone have any questions because if you do that then you'll never get to the game because then every kid will just raise their hand and i'll be like uh yeah levi and I'll be like, Mr. English, did you know that I had a German Shepherd once and he ate all of the pie off the Shut table? Shut the fuck up, Levi. That's not a question. Yeah, I'm like, Levi, that's not a question. And no, that's really cool, man. German Shepherds are awesome. Okay, okay so do, we... have they? Ha, have you ever had any like real, real fucked up questions? Ah, oh, man, that's uh, that's tough. I will, I will say that one of my uh, first years teaching. Um, I had a kid that we were talking about like different games that we were going to play throughout the year. And, uh, this kid, no joke, he raises his hand and, uh, his name was Jameson. I'm, I'm like, yeah, Jameson. And he's five years old. I'm like, yeah, Jameson. And he just goes, are we ever going to play smear the queer this year? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? And I didn't miss a beat, you know? And like, and I, I just said, I, instead of being like, no, don't say that. Well, naturally, I said, well, I don't know. How do you play that game? Because I had to hear a five-year-old explain that game. That's right? a good. That's a good play. Yeah. So he just and he explained it perfectly. He goes, well, it's a game that I play with my older brother, and he says that all you do is whoever has the football, you try to tackle them, and then they just get rid of the football, and then whoever gets the football next, you just try to tackle that person. I I'm mean, like, what? yeah. That's a pretty good explanation of the game, I said, but no, we're not going to play that. And don't use that word to school. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I handle that. But no, man, I get I get goofy questions every day. It's uh, it's hilarious. But it's fun, man. We play a lot of fun games and just trying to uh, turn these kids into some athletes and some some good people. That's all. Okay. And then I, and then I go to hockey practice, and then I fucking skate them into the ground because I'm ty- tired of dealing with little shits all day. Oh, so you're one of those coaches. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm definitely not. But yeah, man, hockey season uh, first games tomorrow night. So, uh, Do you, are you allowed to pl- call the players pussies? Uh, no. Bag skate pussies, six a.m. <laughs> no, no, uh, frowned upon. No, I, I don't think that. I don't. I think that's probably frowned upon. Uh, um, two PC. Yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. That's probably frowned upon these days, but now we got we got a good good group of high school kids for hockey this year. It's pretty exciting. So I approve first that first game tomorrow night. Support the uh, Janesville Bluebirds. All right, you heard it here first. Yeah, send uh, send us a send us a shirt. I will. Yes. Can I get some Coops mustard then? Fuck yeah, bud. 
Hell Coop's yeah. Mustard, official sponsor of the podcast. That is a deal. That we'll, sounds that sounds like a good good deal there. We'll talk off air. I've I've got some I've got some stashed away. Excellent. Uh, speaking of high school hockey, I think Nick, weren't you a weren't you a high school hockey player? I was. Yeah. Did your coach player. ever call you a pussy? Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> that was like a daily occurrence. <laughs> I mean, not me personally, but people on the team. Just in general. In general, oh yeah, that was uh, yeah. He used to say it in the South Park voice. He'd be like, "Don't be such a pussy." Okay, uh, let's get into let's get into that a little bit. Yep. Also, maybe no names for this because this might be incriminating. It might be. So we'll just call them your hockey coaches. Yep. Did I even say the high school's name yet? Nope. Okay. If I did, just get that out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, I mean, I, the reason I kind of guided things that way was because I know the hockey coach and I know he's a goddamn lunatic. Lunatic. Yes. Lunatic. I mean, but in, you know what? In a great way though, in all honesty, he worked, he worked us, he worked our asses off, man. And, and he wanted the best for us as a team, but straight up lunatic well yeah i mean to be fair you guys especially when we were like going through high school our hockey team was kicking ass yeah we had some successful teams for sure and that is part in based in part on having a coach or a coach who's an absolute lunatic yeah i mean did he allegedly throw hockey pucks at someone on the highway maybe i don't know that is absolutely factual because that is uh, one of our best friends was in the vehicle with him. Did he get arrested in the middle of a game? Maybe. I don't know. That is also true. <laughs> yes. Did so, he? I got, I got another one for yeah, you. Okay, yes. Lay it on me. Did he get a disorderly conduct ticket for following a woman to her house after an alleged road rage incident? to confront her at the door to tell her that she wasn't driving well. <laughs> you get a ticket for that? Oh, I'm sure he had a few other choice words. Well, yeah, However, he might, might have like thrown some change at her, too. Did he, did he use his one and only phone call from the police station to call our senior captain to have him run practice because he, quote, wasn't going to make it tonight? I mean, that's if that's not dedication, I don't know what is. <laughs> that's the I'll tell you truth. what. The one phone call that he got calls our senior captain, former Mr. Hockey of Illinois, circa 2006. Allegedly. And tells, <laughs> allegedly. Can we mention his name on here? Uh, Maybe first name? Okay, we'll just call him TK. Yeah, okay, that that's perfect. So yeah, TK friend of the podcast. Uh, I was out with him actually on Saturday. Stellar mustache. Nick stellar. Uh, was unavoidably detained. That's true. He got a lot of <laughs> shit for it, but I know we're so, we're moving past it and letting him still guest host the podcast. That's right. Much if you guys have an too. issue with that, DM us and let us know. <laughs> so TK, yeah, that was funny, man. That was uh, yeah, that was senior year. We're getting ready to go on the ice, and like, there's no coaches and. All of a sudden, like, Todd gets a oh TK gets a phone call. Sorry, TK gets a phone call, and he's like, "Uh, that was Coach." 
I'm like, yeah. He goes, he said he can't make it tonight and for us to just run a captain's practice. We're like, uh, okay. So we did it. We found out the next day that he had allegedly got a disorderly conduct ticket. <laughs> and it was for confronting a female driver on the road for and following her to her house because she was uh, not driving well. Ed, did you, his- did you also find out that he called the ice rink to see if you guys, Ed, to make sure you guys actually practiced properly? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was just, yeah, he was, uh, he's one of a kind, man. One of a kind. Absolute, a coach, absolute scary person from an outside view of not being on the hockey team. Terrifying. I wish I could uh, kind of, like, give a description of, uh, what he looked like. I mean, he, he was just, he's just nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, that also was part of the thing. I think he just like seemed like he had a really, really aggressive temper. And he was also just like a large individual. Yeah. Big guy, like bald in front and then like a little bit of like kind of hair in the back, you know, but mostly bald, just really um, powerful looking, powerful looking, scary, Giant vein going through his forehead when all he got of, pissed. All of the above. <laughs> it was everything you could picture. So, yeah, you did not want to uh, make any mistakes on the ice rink with him. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So, no, I'm not like that as a coach. But, uh, you know, you get fired up every once in a while. Yeah. Well, sometimes, yeah, you I mean, to. you, you got you to gotta give them some, something to work for. Yeah, you got to keep the kids honest. Exactly. Keep, keep them honest. Keep them on their feet. But... Yeah, season starts tomorrow, man. The the road to state, which will be a tough one, but uh, yeah. So support, support um, the Janesville Bluebirds. I definitely will when I get my shirt. I'll I'll post a picture of it on the uh, on the Instagram. Me repping the, repping the blue Bluebirds. Yep, I love it. All right, perfect. I got it right. Nailed it. Um, so what? Uh, I mean, what else, Nick? what else man um, i mean we could we could go a lot of different ways here bud we could talk we could. about how you completely bit no we won't talk about that uh we could talk about road trips with chris road trips with chris <laughs> road trips with chris are one of a kind except he's not a fan chris, of us together no no and he's also his his snack game a oh, way is, off way off is point way off not way off. not good at all um, i will tell you that a snack game on a road trip is key extremely important to a successful road trip um that is one of the top 5 reasons that i'm currently with my fiance um is because of her road trip snack game she does have a stellar snack game i've road tripped with you guys before yeah it's it's outstanding i mean it's it's Everything that a road trip snack game should have. And I'm, now that I'm thinking of it, we should, the next time, maybe not this podcast, but maybe the next time that I come on as a guest, because <laughs> I'm already going to come on as a second time, um, we well, should do we'll a top, <laughs> we should do a top 10 a road trip snack game. Oh, we can 100% do that. The only yeah. thing is there will chewing into the mics will not be tolerated by Ray. I can tell you that much right now. Okay. Okay. Because me I I was talking with Chris on Saturday when you uh were not there. 
about Detained. doing a because uh, we were like, if, have you ever seen Hot Ones? Yeah. Yep. So we were talking about Hot Ones, and I was like, dude, you ever wonder like how well you would do if you were on Hot Ones? He goes, yeah, dude, all the time. Who fucking doesn't? I was like, I know, right? <laughs> and so then I was looking on Google. You can buy all of the hot sauces online. And I was like, dude, let's do our own hot ones. And then I told Ray and I was like, and Ray goes, that sounds like there, there will be chewing into the mics. I'm not into it. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good call by Ray. Um, that's a good call. I mean, we can, but, we can work on that and pull the yeah. mics back and crank them up and we'll see what, yeah, what, so, what comes out but yeah, or you, just record without a, eh, record without headphones. And then the people can be grossed out by the chewing. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have a yeah. You gotta have strong snacks though for for a successful road trip. Well, and, yeah, obviously. Um. Yeah, I mean, Chris, road trips with Chris. Chris, I I think he just hates us. Well, because yes, okay, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Top three things. If you had to get three things that you would find normally in any gas station mid road trip, go. Okay, um, we are we're we're pretty big fans of like some sort of you know beef jerky combo. Um, the problem is that it's so ex- expensive at a gas station. Like we know we're gonna go go on a road trip. We'll load up before at like Walmart or something. You're where it's not cheaper. answering the question. I know. I'm sorry, man. I panicked. Um, all right, so I, we would get. We would get probably like pizza combos, okay, and then we would get some sort of like either Chex Mix Bold or like the uh, um, like the cheese it like double cheese. Cheese it's are great, okay. If you don't like cheese it's, then you can get the hell out you. of here. <laughs> if you don't chew big red, then fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> so. Yeah, I would go, um, and then you have to have um, like some sort of some sort of candy, which is tough. Like I, I love like peanut butter M and M's are incredible. So I would probably get like a thing of peanut butter M and M's, and then I usually get like a, a big, huge like liter of water. That's four and, things, and and then I would get some sort of soda, usually Coke five, heavy, five or. Ready. What am I on? Five, six, yeah. seven? You're top five. Top five things. We'll yeah, do top tough. we'll go from top three to top five. That's tough though. I mean I mean that is that is tough. That that's very tough. Yeah. What what would you go with? I had some time to think about it while you were struggling through that. So also in my top five are going to be bold checks mix, but that yep. was the one that I had already decided on because Again, if you don't like bold checks mix, you're an idiot. They're the best ones. <laughs> they are. The black bag, if you can't read. Yes. Um, and then I was thinking like something like a chili cheese Fritos. Oh yeah, like honey barbecue twist. Yeah, yeah. 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 Depending on the gas station, you know, you never know what you're gonna run into. Usually checks mix is a pretty safe bet. Frito selections up in the air. Maybe if they have corn nuts, get some of those. Oh, wow. Okay. Ranch, yep. barbecue, I don't know. One of the two. 
and then obviously, like you said, type of candy. I also think peanut butter and chocolate is the greatest combination known to man. So the best. I actually am a big fan of the peanut butter Twix. Oh, those are always phenomenal. Yeah, you know they like they like didn't make them for like two years. It's pretty fucked. Okay, I have no idea why, but all of a sudden they were off of every single grocery store and gas station shelf, and I have no idea why. But they they did not make them for like two years. They didn't produce them, and they like didn't give an explanation. And all of a sudden they reappeared, and obviously they need to stay because that's that's a really good point, man. Peanut butter Twix are yeah. I would actually probably go that over peanut butter M and M's. Yup, yeah. Peanut butter Twix are peanut butter Twix are the shit. Also, that kind of reminds me of the original Wonka bar that just completely Mm. disappeared, and it was possibly the greatest chocolate bar I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, the original one with the graham cracker pieces in it. That thing was incredible. Yeah, that's that's a great. That's another thing is. Graham cracker is another kind of sneaky good ingredient in a in a candy bar. Oh, circling back to our original theme of hunting, if you're going to be making s'mores at deer camp, throw away the Hershey's chocolate bar. You've been doing it wrong your entire life. Replace that shit with the Reese's peanut butter cup and take your s'mores to the next level. That's that is next level s'more making deer camp i'm a professional right outdoorsman there. come on that's incredible stuff yeah we we always do you know you gotta another thing with deer camp is you know when you go to your stand you gotta sneak some uh some candy in your pocket right so you gotta have you know the problem is uh you know trying to be quiet get them out of the wrapper or you can just take them out of the wrapper and shove them in your pocket that's kind of a kind of a savage move pretty but, pretty gross um, move but it makes sense yeah. you don't want to have the wrappers yeah but yeah, you always got to have some, uh, like the mini, like mini Twix, mini Kit Kat, Kat, mini Reese's, things like that. Um, just got yeah, a sorted you know. candy pocket in there. <laughs> yeah, for real. And you go to reach in for another one, and you realize it's just a wrapper, and you get pissed off because you've Shit. already had like eight pieces yeah. of candy because you haven't seen a fucking deer yet. You're just, yeah, that you're just power eating fun size Twix. <laughs> you look at your watch, and it's only like seven twenty five yeah. in the morning. Fuck, is it time for lunch yet? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so oh man road trip road trip snacks though that's uh yeah, yeah road trip that's... yeah so then i don't know and then i would get like you said some sort of like uh probably a coke and then like a water gatorade or something like that right all sport if they have it oh, wow yeah all sport took it all the way back all sport reminds me of the rolling meadows ice rink when i was in like I was in like second grade. They had this big vending machine of all sport when it first came out and oh, when it was still carbonated. Yeah. And like everyone was drinking it and I remember all the hockey players were like, What is this garbage? All sport <laughs> course, bitch, get on it. my level. <laughs> yeah, so getting back to what you were originally asking about the road trips with Chris. Yeah, so the the number one thing that I just wanted to bring up because I mean, we don't really have to talk about it for too long, but I wanted to bring up talking, uh, talking about shopping at the farm and home, oh, and man. how how he was not really a fan of our antics because of I mean, where was the farm and home? It was like it was it was like um, it had it was probably like 
It was outside St. Louis, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but it was still in Illinois, I feel like. (sighs) I don't know. Maybe not. Ellsbury, Missouri. Sounds familiar. Yep. That's where the property was. So it was actually, no, it was close to that. Yeah, let's, I have Google Maps up. I mean, this obviously doesn't really matter that much, but I'm sure it was the, I don't know, one of these farm and home. And actually, they're all on the uh, Missouri side. But anyway, um, yeah, so as soon as we would go into the farm and home, we would immediately start talking with Southern accents. <laughs> like right away. Right away. You know, uh, oh, we're, we're down, we're down here out, out at the farm and home. Hey, Hey Nick, you see, y'all see that Chinese feller out there in the parking lot. We would do yeah, shit dude. like that. And he would just be losing his fucking mind. I saw him drive up in one of them foreign jobs. Yeah, he drove up there what... in one of them foreign jobs and one of them, one of them Mercedes. <laughs> Yeah, no. It, can you guys can you guys get your fucking shit together? I, I, yeah. I, sir, I don't know who you're speaking to with that tone, but that that is just not necessary at all. I, I think that we're doing just fine here. I mean, we're we're looking at different tools and looking at different trail cameras and, and just having a, having a good time. And when he had a complete meltdown was when we were shopping for actually. Uh, shout out to earlier in the podcast, your fiance who flashed you allegedly. <laughs> You you were shopping for some uh, some camouflage under things for her. I sure was. And I was. <laughs> he comes over. He's like, "What are you guys doing?" I was like, "Man, I'll tell you what. Look at look at these look at these camouflage underwears here. They got they got the thong panties and the and the bras there. T- talking about that. That's just like a present you want to unwrap on Christmas morning." And he's like, "I'm fucking done with you, idiots. I'm going to the and car." I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was like, "I'm going over here to get this. Can you guys please find this?" Like he he clearly gave us. Oh yeah, he was definitely it. telling us to like look for something. I think it, it actually might have been a trail cam, but yeah. he, he came back. He's like. What the fuck are you guys doing? Oh, well, man, I tell you what, you see these camouflage under things here. And he's like, you guys are supposed to be getting a trail cam. We're not fucking around here. Man, you know, you don't need to get ornery with us right now. We're just doing a little shopping. <laughs> I literally bought the camouflage undies for my fiance. <laughs> I was going to leave that part out. But yeah, that, yeah, oh, no. you know, no, that's that's true. Yeah, that's true. So. Yes. I mean that's oh, that, that basically sums up road trips with Chang. It was him spending a lot of time with us and just getting annoyed with us being ridiculous the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And to be honest, I don't know how he did it for as long as he did. No, his yeah, his patience was uh he he had some to begin with and then it wore thin real short quick. Fuse after that. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> oh good god and his snack game was terrible yeah his snack game was horrible and he was just like i don't understand what what do you need snacks for like dude it's a road trip everyone needs road trip snacks that's <laughs> this is crucial this is basic did you not learn this in driver's ed <laughs> jesus man what the hell is wrong with you dude no joke driver's ed teacher was like okay uh Here's something you guys are going to need to learn. And he would make us take him through the drive-thru McDonald's and he'd order himself lunch. 
my driver's ed teacher, all he would do was just put on the Cubs game. Like whenever we were in the car, he'd be like, all right, yeah, you're, you're fine. Just keep driving. Yeah. Turn this up. You boys are good. <laughs> so listen to the Cubs here. That's all no big deal. And so to, uh, to end the podcast on the original topic, we got a little, went on a couple tangents here, but if you want to like a really good depiction of deer camp life, Watch the movie Escanaba in the Moonlight. Nick, I think you can confirm that this is uh, probably like the most accurate depiction of how weird everyone is when it comes yes. to particular things at deer camp. Absolutely. 100%. That is, uh, that is the go-to uh, deer camp movie. Like you said, PJ, that, is, that would be the, the perfect depiction of what deer camp would be in Wisconsin or the UP. Um, it's based absolutely. in es- Escanaba, Michigan. Yep. Just yep. north of the Mackinac Bridge and just south of heaven. South of heaven. I mean, it was written and directed by Jeff Daniels of Dumb and Dumber fame, so you know it's going to be good. You know it's going to be good. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's our Deer Camp top tip. If you want to know more about Deer Camp, watch Escanaba in Duh Moonlight. D-A, not the. D-A. Duh. Because that's, that's how the Youpers talk up there. Yeah, that's um, right. They sure do. And then, I mean, I think... I think that's it for this appearance of Nick English. If you guys want him to be back on as a guest with Ray, so there's a little bit more structure because he usually keeps things in line. I play pretty fast and loose. Um, Slide into our DMs. And if you don't, we'll just assume that you want to hear from Nick again. Nick, what do you have to say? I appreciate it, PJ. Thanks for uh, having me on. This this is... uh... This podcast has changed my life. I, I enjoy it thoroughly. Um, I'm truly honored to be a uh, longtime listener and first-time guest host and guest. Excellent. And congratulations once again to Ray. Um, yes. Super exciting, man. So congrats Shout out to you. To that. And I don't want to really go into a lot of detail because I don't know how much he wants to share. So yep. uh, question for you. Are you going to be listening to this episode is part of your morning or since you Absolutely, participated, man. you're, you're going to bypass this one. No, no, this okay. is uh, th- yeah, this, right. this will be perfect, man. Good luck. It'll be great. I will tell you it's fucking weird to listen to your own voice. Then I might bypass it. Well, turn it on and see what you think. Let me know. Um, <laughs> and with that, we'll give it the old be excellent to each other. Party on dudes. One day we boys all loaded up our guns Went out to do some hunting and to have a little fun We took a little whiskey and some dandelion beer And we marched along together till we came upon a deer Then we fired our guns, the deer started running Kept us mighty busy just a-bumpin' in the shells Fired and we fired but they still kept her running Some branches off a poplar was the only thing that fell well, we kept on a-walkin' till we came to some oaks We were feelin' kind of tired, so we stopped to have a smoke We laid our rifles down and we lit our cigarettes Then a buck jumped out beside us and he scared us half to death But we fired our guns, the deer started running. Kept us mighty busy just a-bumpin' in the shells Fired and we fired, but they still kept it runnin' Some branches off a poplar was the only thing that fell 
When we stopped for dinner it was looking like a storm So we built a little fire, our sandwiches to warm A couple of the boys were busy counting up their shells What fell into the fire blew our dinner all the well Now we fired our guns, the deer started running Kept his body busy just a-pumping in the shells Fired and we fired but they still kept their running Some branches off a poplar was the only thing that held Well, they ran to the willers and they ran to the poplars And they ran to the cherries where a snake couldn't crawl They kept on a-shooting till our rifles overheated And the smoke got so thick that we couldn't see at all Now we kept on a-hunting but we never got a deer The only thing we killed was the whiskey and the beer Then they took away our rifles and they locked us up in jail Cause a farmer didn't like us shooting off his horse's tail We fired our guns, the deer started running Kept us mighty busy just a-bumping in the shell Fired and they fired but they still kept it running Some branches off a pop there was the only thing that fell